Welcome to the Broski Doodles podcast. It's your boy Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes in the Hizzle. Today we got a dear friend of mine that's coming from my Spanish podcast, Another Universe. His name is Chef Maurice, or as me and my homeboys know him as Mauricio. <laughs> Mauricio normally records the Spanish podcast that I do, but he also speaks English a little less than me. A little bit. And, and he's going to help us out today with some opinions on the Oscars, um, the, the show or the, yeah, the award show that re recently just happened. For the people that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you, you know that on Thursdays we come out with a strictly movie review. Um, it also includes series and documentaries. We haven't gotten to those yet, but very soon. And we review every Thursday a new movie. And for the last months, we've been reviewing Oscar-nominated movies so that we can, you know, give our opinions. There's a lot of them out there. For the people that want to know, I did guess correctly. Coda, which was my favorite one, was the one who won Best Picture, Best Script. But we're going to go through the different things here that we have. And I'm going to show you the things that happened. All right, so I'm going to go through each of the different things that were won, the different categories. I'm going to tell you who won, and I'm going to give you my opinion on it because I saw mo most of these movies. And even though the Oscars is not always a relevant, you know, award show to see, maybe a lot of it is BS, I did feel like they got it right on quite a few things. So let's look at that. For Best Picture, right, which is, you know, you could say is the most prestigious award, um, Coda got it. Coda, for the people that haven't seen it, it's a movie about this girl that sings amazing, but her whole family is deaf. I know it seems like a bad joke, but, but it is, and it's like, that's the reality. She's deaf. And, well, she's not deaf, but her whole family is deaf. Um, and it's just a beautiful movie about life. We have a whole review on it, which is came out last week. You can see it, and you can really see you know, what we think about this movie. But in general, I'm super happy that this is the one that won Best Picture. I wanted it to win Best Picture. And I thought for some reason that we're going to go a little bit woke with something like Don't Look Up, which is a fucking horrible movie. Did you watch that movie, Mauricio? I, that was one of the few that I did watch. I didn't... And, what do you think? It was of okay. It? it was okay. It was in. I don't know why it's in the in the best you know best picture best movie. It was a retarded long ass movie. <laughs> it was. It was indeed. But now, now I want to ask you. You said you uh, predicted Coda, but if it wasn't Coda, which other movie you thought was worthy? right? So so I, I've been watching this you know things one by one. And the last one I saw was Coda, and that's when I decided to go with Coda. But before Coda, my runner-up was Nightmare Alley. Mm. Did you watch that one? I did not, but I heard uh, watch good things it. about it. I was really impressed. I really liked it. It was a really good movie. To be honest, Coda just got me on a, on a more deep sentimental level about life and life struggles. And I think it was depicted in a beautiful way. You know, sometimes movies just want to make you feel sad. Like, oh, yeah, we all have cancer and we're going to die and that's it. But to me, a good movie is not about making you cry only. It's about making you cry, but also seeing the beautiful things in life and sort of also feeling happy about those situations. And this movie does that. Coda is a family movie, but it's also 
you will be crying and laughing within seconds and then back to crying, back to laughing. I, I don't know because you see, well, as you know, I work a lot. So my, uh, my times are, are very messed up. So I can't really watch a lot of movies and series, but I heard about uh, Dune and according to Twitter, you know, it's uh, it was a favorite to win it. And like I said, I didn't watch it, but I'm guessing because of the cast, it was one of the favorites, you know, Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, right. who Zendaya, who's very popular right now with the Spider-Man movies and mm -hmm. Euphoria. And she's very good, but also, you know, Jason Momoa and uh, Javier Bardem. So I, I heard a lot about this movie. I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but they, it says that it's very good. And, and you mo you're moving something or touching something, no? Like sound, sound-wise, right now on your desk or something? Oh, the chair. I need yeah, to put some oil on the chair. Yeah, try not to fucking move. Um, <laughs> did Did you watch Dune? I did not, but according, okay. like I said, according to Twitter, this movie was gonna win Best Picture. Well, we'll talk about Dune shortly because as we go through the different things that were won we'll see you know what things you know could happen like i'll i'll, I'll give you my because dune does win some things and i i want to get to them so best picture coda super happy about this i super 100 percent agree with it best actor will smith for the movie king richard i saw king richard i really enjoyed king richard the movie um, I thought it was a really nice tale of how he raised and, and, and made the two sisters champions. We have a review uh, a few weeks back that you can search on our channel where we review King Richard. You know, we got, <laughs> we got it all, Papa. You know, all the movies that you watch in the Oscars, they're here. Although this, is, we did... this is the one about the Serena and Venus Williams? Yeah, correct. And, and Will Smith plays his father, their father. Okay, their father, yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see. Okay, so out of these movies, you're seeing this, right, Mauricio? Yes, yes. Yeah. So for best actor, I didn't see this Andrew Garfield tick tick boom. It was like a musical. Mm -hmm. I know you. I know this is not how I should say it, but I'm pretty sure this was shit. And then we have <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Straight, straightforward. Power of the dog. Power <laughs> of the dog. This was one of the worst movies I ever saw in my life. Slow. It's about some people that are maybe are gay, but they don't end up fucking. The movie's so long, at the end, I just want the two guys to fuck each other. It doesn't happen. And then it's the woman director, so she wins it because of that. Eh, whatever. So Power of the Dog, yeah, for Best Actor, no. So I think Will Smith gets it. Now, we can you know, talk about Will Smith without speaking about the fucking... <laughs> Man, I swear to God, the America is just... a. You wake up and things like, bro, the, the day before I had woken up and it was like, the drummer of Foo Fighters is dead. He was found in a hotel in Colombia. I was like, what the fuck? The next day is like, yeah, so on the Oscars, because I, I was actually very on top of the Oscars. I couldn't watch it live because it was very late here and I had to work Monday morning, but I was very on top of it because I'm doing Oscar movie reviews for a, a while now and I was going to do today what I'm doing now like a recap of what happened in my opinions on who won. And when I wake up and I see that shit happen, I was like, oh my God, bro. <laughs> so pretty much, I mean, everybody knows, and I, I guess we're going to have to comment on it uh, briefly. On the Oscars, 
Chris Rock was saying some jokes, you know, like he's like kind of like a host where he's joking around and making fun of different celebrities. And then at one point he starts making fun of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, who is mm-hmm. Will Smith's uh, wife, who was also kind of a celebrity, not not in many movies recently, but she's a celebrity as well. And they made some jokes and Will Smith got pissed off, went up to the stage and, you know, I don't have to show you the videos. They're everywhere of him slapping the shit out of uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock holds it sort of professionally, doesn't, you know, s- still shocked, but kind of takes it with, without much problem and keeps the show going. But it is definitely an awkward moment, you know, awkward to the point where, like, when when then he gets the Oscar, he gets it, and everybody acts like nothing happened. Mm. It, it, it was just really bizarre to like it, it felt like everyone in that theater was like awkward from that moment on like yo what the fuck is happening i mean he stood up for his wife so you see you know what he did okay all right so it so, was so, romantic so. it was cute all right so let, let, <laughs> let's get to the right and wrong because i see two teams here i see two teams right when i go in my in my more latin like, if you look at Latin comments on Facebook from people from Latin countries, a lot of the comments are, you got to respect your women at all costs. I would have killed that motherfucker, shot him in the face. <laughs> and then, and then on, on the other hand, you see people that are like, look, man, you shouldn't act with violence. Um, you know, especially the level of the, of, of, of the award show, like the level of professionalism that you need to have. So there's many, you know, and I find myself to, I don't know, it's, I'm still analyzing the scene. What, what do you think about this, Mauricio? Who do you think is right? Violence is never right. But, I mean, you have to see the whole sequence because the joke was, uh, he, it wasn't even a big joke. He, he just mentioned something about uh, G.I. Jane. Uh, yeah, Gia Jane, Jane referencing the be... fact that she has like this hair look where she has okay. no hair practically. Alope- she has alopecia, so that's why she uh, shaved the, the hair off. Um, so they were laughing until that point. And then even Will Smith is laughing. So, uh, I mean, he stood up for her, which I think it's, it's cute in, in a way. But violence is never the option. It's never the way to go. And... Uh, but I must admit, the slap, I, I was laughing my ass off. So I, I, I love seeing the videos back to back because... No, no, like, I understand Chris that Rock this, like- this for everyone else, for everyone else, this is, like, amazing. Content for the YouTube <laughs> videos, laughing, memes. It's going to be a meme forever. The Broski Doodles Instagram already has a meme about this. Like, like yeah, I get it. I get it how it's super fun for us. But, but what does this really mean? Because, okay, this is the thing, I guess. Tell me... This is how I'm trying to analyze it. I didn't know she had alopecia. I thought that was just her style because she's been wearing that shit like that for a while, right? So I just thought that was her style. And because she's, because the family, let's say, you know, they are a little bit out there, you know? I was like, all right, now she wants to look like alien. I don't know what the fuck. So I didn't know. Now, my girlfriend and other people told me that apparently she has let this be known publicly, either through her, her podcast or through different, you know, public mediums, right? So so it's out there. 
Now, I don't know it, but should Chris Rock know it? Like, cause, cause this all, like, this is the thing. If the joke was just about her hairstyle, I don't think there's a reason to get offended. They're just making, they're just making fun of your hairstyle that you can change or whatever. Now, if the joke is about the fact that you cannot grow hair, then that's fucked up. But that would mean that Chris Rock has to know that she has alopecia. And that would also mean that the writers who wrote that need to know that she has alopecia. And I would assume that they all, somebody did. Somebody Somebody has to know. Yeah. So if that's the case, then the joke is fucked. Do you think they're making fun of her condition? This is the thing. I don't know. Because this is the thing, like... When Chris Rock says, what, what's up? It's just a G.I. Jane joke. If he's being real, he, he is really saying, like, look, what's the problem? I was just saying that she has this hairstyle that is the same hairstyle that they play on G.I. Jane. That's a joke. He's like, I, it could be that he's like, I didn't know you actually had an issue with growing hair. And that's why you wear it like that. Like, I don't know. You feel me? That's the thing. Like, I don't know. But should he know? That's the other thing, though. Should he know? Should he Chris Rock? He personally, I don't think he needs to know. Right? Like, unless they're friends and they knew, but he, it's not like it's going to affect him on a day-to-day basis that he needed to know if she had an Right, but then the writers, I mean, unless he had no writers, which I don't think is the case. I think well, he uses writers. I mean, Chris the Rock writers- is, not, is known for making some hard jokes on people. So, you know, I think... I think to a certain point it might have been scripted. Like all this, you know, the slap was a fake, and I think it could have been that. It, it was just nobody cared about the Oscar, so it was something for people to talk about. It, it also gives you that perspective. Of, there is a part fake. where after he slaps Chris Rock, he walks back very slowly and with a smile in his face. With a smile in his face. That yeah. almost seems like, oh, this is a good joke we're doing. I don't know. Mm. But then he he was caught uh, yelling at him, you know. And then he's got caught get, yelling some like serious shit. Get get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. I mean, again, he if if it was real, I see Will Smith's point. I, I don't think you you should make fun of you know that condition that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith has. But if it was fake, I still think it was good. You know, it was. It was right, funny let, at least. Let, let, let's say it's real. Right? Do you think? I mean, I don't want to put you in a tough position. I'll answer myself too. But what would you have done, like, if you're Will Smith? Like, you think you would do what he did? Uh, maybe not like that. No, maybe I would have talked to him backstage. Maybe uh, you know, not not like this. I think this is too much. I okay. think it's uh, okay. You're putting yourself out there, and now you're gonna be seen as uh, somebody who hits people. And I don't think it's a good look for for Will Smith. No, it isn't. It isn't. I think he could have even taken it a little further. Not only tell him something backstage. Go to him like he was going to. Grab his mic or whatever, or get a mic and be like, "Hey, I just want to say that." You know, it's all f- cool and fun and games, but, like, when you're making fun of somebody's, like, actual medical issue, like, that shit is actually pretty fucked up, you know? And it's sad that you're doing this and shit, you know? And and, and, and I'm happy that we're in a very professional 
context because otherwise I don't know how I would have reacted. And then you leave. Don't you think that's, I think that would have been the gentleman way. That, that would have been like a, the Kanye West moment with Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> your, your joke is funny, but I don't know. It, it, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he could have done a little more Kanye West instead of the hitting. I think <laughs> yeah. it looks so bad on him. And, and I get it. I, this is the thing, bro. There's, I see a bunch of people on the internet, and there's every side, but there's a lot of people that are like, bro, I applaud Will Smith. Yeah, the reason why some people are criticizing Will Smith is because today's men don't want to defend their women and all this shit. And, and it's like, I mean, we can have a discussion on that in general of how men are becoming less men. But I think in this case, it's not... Like this is this is how I look at it, Mauricio. Let's say you are with a group of acquaintances and friends, right? And somebody says some shit like disrespectful, right, to you or your girl, right? You're not only in your right, you're expected to defend her, you know, either by firm words or fuck if you need to get physical, right? Okay. But when you go to these award shows, it's almost like it's accepted that we're all going to get roasted because we're rich actors here and they're going to make fun of us a little bit and they're going to give us prizes for making movies that are make-believe. Like, don't you think those are two different contexts? Like, it's not the same to say respect your women when you're like in a regular event with regular people than defend your women when you're like in... And I know there's going to be people, bro, you defend your woman wherever and whenever. And it's like, I don't know. I, I think there's context, right? Because when you go to a roast, the type of shit they say to each other is type of shit that if you say that, you say that to each other outside of this roast, it's a fucking fight. Yeah. So, sure. and I know this is not a roast, but it's kind of like that because the Oscars and the Golden Globes and all that, the host sort of has free reign into making jokes. Now, I don't know, because I don't, haven't seen the whole thing. I don't know if it's available, uh, the actual, you know, award show. I don't know how he was joking about other things prior so that I can compare and be like, oh, no, he was being edgy the whole time. Or if he only fucking went with that fucked up joke with them and if with everybody else, he just kept it, you know, cool. So that part, I don't know. It, but, I think it's a tough position either way you see it. I mean, it is right. Like there's no right. Like it's no easy right or wrong. Right. It's yeah. It's 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 a. But I think it's definitely something to think about. And you shouldn't be on the side where it's like, yeah, defend them no matter what. Like there's a lot of nuance here. There's a lot of nuance. These are professional people that work in the elite of Hollywood. And bro, there's ways to behave, man. You know, like what 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 would happen if. Jada Pinkett Smith, instead of Will Smith, would have gone up and slapped the shit out of him. Then how would we see that she was defending herself then? And then people would be like, how come Will Smith didn't stand up for her? You'll never be on the right side regardless of how you see this. If, if I mean, she would have stood up and done this I mean, herself. No, what, what should have happened, I think none of them should have gotten up. They could have shown their angry faces, you know, like, hmm. And that's it. Like, well, it's, it's an award show. Like, like that's what it is. That's what you're there. Like, part of what you're there for is they're going to make fun of you and try to humanize you. I don't know, man. Now, the, the other thing here is 
if there was some personal shit between them two, which I don't know. I'm guessing they know each other for years. They have it's to, not right? like they, yeah, both of them have been pretty famous for at least 20, 25 years. So uh, I'm pretty sure they've crossed paths before. And this is, you know, that that's, I think that's why Chris Rock's face was very, like, what the fuck is going on? You yeah, know, he like, seemed very shocked. He, he was, he was shook. He was like, what the fuck is going on? But I think he handled it perfectly afterwards. He's like, okay, well, uh, do you think like, happened. do you think he, because there's other people that might say like, oh, Chris Rock didn't respond back with a head. He's a bitch. How do you see that? No, I think, no, I think it's, I think he did the right thing by moving on and trying to play it out with a joke, which is kind of what he did. He's like, oh, this is the best night in television or whatever he said. So he tried to play it out good. I'm guessing. Because the thing is, what is the best case scenario if he engages in a fight that he beats up Will Smith? And then what But happens after? Like, what are, be, like you become a monster. Like, <laughs> like Right. They're going to be looked upon like this two fuckers, you know, they fought in a stage at the Oscars in front of all these people watching. I think he did the correct thing by not <coughs> answering back. I think that was the right thing to do because it could have gotten like really bad out of hand if you if you yeah. answered back with another punch and then things would have been really bad it's, for. It's crazy that after Will Smith hits him, you don't see any sort of security or anything approaching yeah. Will. Yeah, like, everybody was like, I think it was because it was shocked. It was everyone shocking. was shocked. Everybody was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So yeah. it, it, I was looking at, I don't know if it's true or, or, or fake. I was looking at pictures of uh, people's reaction when, uh, when Will Smith hit Chris Rock. And it was, uh, it was very funny how other celebrities around them, you know. Uh, right. Their impressions. Th their face. It was mostly shocked. And I think it was some people laughing, which it was kind of funny. And I don't know who the lady was who was sitting behind uh, Will Smith, but her face uh, says it all. She was shook. She was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on? What am I doing? Uh, it was, yeah, I think they handled it correctly to a certain point by not escalating the, the situation, for sure. Yeah. Well, hope that, I don't know, I, I guess that work, gets work out, worked out. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if this is from the moment. I think I got some, some of them that I can show. Cause somebody sent me that too. I'll show it here on the computer. You can see we, we it. We haven't we haven't talked about it, but uh, Will Smith ended up winning. So this is the best actor. No, no, that's why I brought it up. I, I brought and, I brought him up because of it. But he he kind of apologizes in his speech. I didn't see it, but I read about it. He said he he wanted to apologize to everybody and the into the academy, and. Um, He didn't want that to overshadow his moment, but it definitely did overshadow his moment. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Of course he did. <laughs> These are the pictures that I got sent. Uh, Mel Gibson's face is like, sheesh. <laughs> Meryl Strip. <laughs> oh, my God. Even The Rock is like, dude. Yo, even The Rock I is like, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man. <laughs> Matt Damon's like, what? Yeah, yeah. And for people that speak Spanish, it's a little joke. It's like Will Smith, 
Best Actor, supporting. mejor, ya, yeah, Best Supporting, Best Supporting es reparto, mejor actor de reparto, de reparto de madrazo. <laughs> oh, Yo, man. man. That shit is fucking crazy. But, okay, so let's move on. Whatever. For, for me, really, I mean, I get it, Will Smith, but, you know, your wife was with other people and... You don't get pissed at them, and now you come and hit Chris Rock yeah. for a joke. It's like, well, maybe okay. maybe this just has been a buildup. You know, yeah. everything has been piled up on him, his wife, and his kids, and maybe he just needed to vent a little bit. Just go the wrong it. place to vent, and the wrong <laughs> yeah. person to vent too. Fucking Chris Rock, dude. I don't know. Do you? Because you know, man, I don't. I don't want to get in. No, forget it. Forget. It. Let's let's keep going. I don't want to get into some racial stuff. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. All right. Mauricio's racist. That's why. So, <laughs> out of you know what? Out of all these movies, I'm gonna be honest. I've only seen one, and it was Spencer, uh, the the one about uh, Princess oh, Diana. I saw it too. Yeah. And uh, Kristen Stewart. I think she was good. She, they look alike a lot, so that was good. And the funny thing about the all these ladies that are here for best actress is that Olivia Coleman is a lady who, who, who plays Queen Elizabeth in, um, in crown in the Netflix series crown. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know if you knew about that, but no, uh, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Olivia Coleman is the one who plays Queen Elizabeth in crown. The series okay. of, about the so Royal for best, best actress is Jessica Chastain eyes of Tammy. I didn't see that. The Lost Daughter. None of these I saw. I saw Spencer. I could and say Kristen Stewart won just because that's the only movie I saw. They yeah. should, she should no, have but, won. But Spencer, I haven't seen the other movies. Spencer, even though I didn't like Spencer as a movie as a whole that much because I felt like, I don't know, it, was, it didn't really tell me exactly anything. It was yeah. just like, but her portrayal at least was really good. She was good, yeah. She was good. So... Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about the other movies. Is Jessica Chastain the same one that was in that movie about her being a car dealer? Not a car dealer, but she like makes games. Molly's Game, that movie, Molly's Game. No Whatever. Idea. All right. So, <laughs> best original song, "No Time to Die" by Billie Eilish. She won a fucking Oscar. Do you think um, these people win uh, best song? Because they're also popular on what they do outside of the Oscars or the movies they do. I don't know. Like Billie Eilish and uh, Beyonce is also here. Lin Manuel Miranda, he's he's a guy from. Uh, yeah, I thought they were Hamilton. gonna have the uh, the Encanto song here. Uh, Bruno. The... Yeah, no, not Bruno. Yeah, Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> yeah. Best original song. Yeah, I thought they were gonna have more people here. You know. Have you heard this song, No Time to Die? No. 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 Me neither. All right, so let's go down. Well, we have Best Animated Feature, Encanto One. So that's the one about the Colombian um, drug trafficking. And apparently <laughs> it was it was really good. I didn't watch it. Oh, that, that's, I did see that one. It was, it was very cute. Very cute? It was a very okay. cute movie. Yeah. What, what, was it up there with Coco? I like Coco better. Okay, that Coco was, was, that Coco was Coco deep. Was, yeah, yeah. This okay. one is about a family, a Colombian family who tra traffics drugs and uh, everything okay. on the DL. 
All right, you gotta keep everything on the DL. <laughs> Don't talk about Bruno because you know Bruno's the one that that moves this stuff. All right, so no, but I didn't see any uh, animated feature, but I'm happy that the Colombian Encanto-based movie won it. I'm from Venezuela. Colombia's right next to it. It's, you know, we were liberated by the same <laughs> crazy guy, Simon Bolivar. Eddie there, uh, best director. Okay, so this is where I start getting pissed. Although there wasn't that many good options. The Power of the Dog, it was, I think it was her directorial debut, but so it's a woman, you know, director Jane Campion, and, you know, they had to give her something so that, whatever. The movie Power of the Dog, this is the thing. A director, like, I could give her, I wouldn't mind, down, more down, we're going to see cinematography, which here in the podcast we also call it cinematography because of my accent and because it sounds a little bit more, you know, Pecans. So that movie has good cinematography. Power of the Dog, cinematography, good. But it cannot win Best Director if the movie is not amazing. And the movie was not amazing. The movie was very slow. It would have been a decent movie if it lasted one hour and a half instead of three hours. And at the end, I just wanted the two kids to fuck each other, and they never did. It was not two kids. They're two... You know, they took kids because they're young people, but they're men above the age of 18. I wouldn't uh, prove otherwise. Um, but it's I think consensual. This, I, yeah, it's consensual. I think she won this one because of the woman card. And I know mm. my bro, my broski do that, but here the podcast are going to be like, hey, Kiko, what the fuck? You really going to say that about it because she's a woman? She, she won it just because she's a... And you girls know I give you credit every time I can. I love giving you girls credit because you guys rule, rule the world and run the world. But in this case, I got to say, I hated this movie so much that if this lady got that award for the best director, it's because she was a woman and there was some shenanigans going on inside the voting stations, whatever. I know about stolen elections. I'm coming from a communist country. Believes me, there's <laughs> corruption in this bitch. Yeah, I mean... It has to be the the W card, the woman card. But you also see some some categories like the best uh, actress. Do you think we'll they there. just had to? We'll put... get there. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. We'll get there. International feature on. film. Well, this is a quick one because the only one I saw from here was Drive My Car. <laughs> Anyone? So I'm happy. However, I I wasn't too fond of the movie. It was fucking long too. Can you, can you guys start making movies an hour and a half, like back in the day? There's an art to making an hour and a half movies. Not because your movie lasts three hours and 20 minutes, it means that it is deep. No, it just means that you're fucking editing like shit, and you don't know how to cut the fat in a movie. Drive my car, I love the Japanese, but cut it a little. It's three hours long. I haven't seen the other ones. The Hand of God is a Netflix one about some Italian kid that plays football. Did you watch it? No, but I'm guessing it's about Maradona. I don't know. No, no. No. <laughs> Mauricio already was gonna say it's about Maradona and drugs. Because that's all he talks about. That's what that's what he how he judges people. Uh I did hear from other comedians that I wait, when I say other comedians, not that I'm a comedian, but comedians that I listen to. Uh, the half podcast about movies and shit. They reviewed this movie, the worst person in the world, and they loved it. And I, I respect their judgment. So I think this should have won it. They, it was a Norwegian movie, Nordics. They're doing really good movies. 
So good stuff. Best supporting actress. So we have Ariane DeBus for West Side Story. I'm thinking this is a little bit of a the art card. Are they are they playing the art card? <laughs> the the race card. Actually, no, no, it wouldn't be a race card. It would be another card, more like the more like the LGBT card. Mm. Because I saw most of these movies. Well, to be honest, I only saw King Richard and Power of the Dog. <laughs> but most Jessica, of the but Jessica Buckley in Lost Daughter, get the fuck out of here. Judy Dench, she's an amazing actress, but this movie Belfast, I saw the first 20 minutes, garbage. Sorry. I love Belfast people, but not the movie. Power of the Dog, not only was the movie bad, Kristen Dunst, Dunst was the worst actress in this movie. I can't believe such a great actress did so shit. I don't even know what she did, but this lady right here, bro, I'm pretty sure this is the mom. This is... um. King Richard's wife and Serena and Venus' mom. She plays a hell of a character of being the mom and finding out chef about the dad. She just plays a really strong black woman, very disciplined. And I love I loved her her delivery. And they probably give it to her because it's, it's isn't this a movie about LGBT in New York gangs that fight each other with love or some shit? Isn't this a remake of the of the old movie? That's good. That is correct, yeah. I, I saw the old movie because we had to watch it in school, in high school a couple of times. Uh, yeah. I haven't fucking, seen this one, but I'm guessing it's the same shit. Weird. <laughs> a weird the Jets movie. and the something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I, I think I, I think the Aunjanu Ellis should have won that. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is the Broski Doodles. We're talking the mad shit. But we do do a little bit of research. We saw some of the movies. That's enough. Best Supporting Actors. And here... Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I, again, I got really happy. Because the winner is this guy right here. Troy Kotzer. Who's the dad of the girl in the movie. And he's deaf. In the movie and in real life. And a lot of I the actors are deaf for real. I, I want to ask you about this. How do you feel about, you know, a deaf person portraying a deaf uh, actor or a deaf, well, uh, you know? I did say on one of my podcasts that if you're deaf, you shouldn't be allowed to play a deaf character because you wouldn't be acting. And then you're taking away the job of somebody else that is not deaf that wishes to act as deaf, but obviously that's just a joke. <laughs> but but I, I said it as a joke to counter the people that say, no, if it's gonna be a trans character, it has to be played by a trans, and if it's a gay character, it has to be played by a gay. And it's like I don't think so. I think acting that's what acting is. You can play different things. But that, that being said, it doesn't mean that I wouldn't support a deaf person playing a deaf character because in certain situations, it's a perfect fit and it actually works. But you have to have an actor that's deaf and that's going to bring you the genuine experiences and movements of a deaf person, but also be a good actor that will give you a good fucking performance. It's not about just you being deaf or trans or gay. No, you have to be first a badass performer. And then if you're the other, that's a plus. So the, the way that I look at it is, 
yeah, you, you can have people of a minority group or a condition play that same thing on a movie. And sometimes that works, but they have to be committed to the acting part and, and be great performers first and not the other way around, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, just looking from the other guys here, I think J.K. Simmons, he's always in this, you know, best actor, best uh, supporting actor. He's very good. All the movies that he does yeah. lately, they've been very good. I love him. So I love him. I, I haven't seen uh, being the Ricardos, but, uh, you know, I'm guessing he, he's there for a reason. Like he I haven't. And you have what? Javier Bardem on that movie, too. And a bunch of other people. Jessica Chastain. It's got to be it's got to be a good movie. I got to see it. But yeah, but, J.K. You know, J.K. Simmons is is a beast. Uh, Whiplash, one of my favorite movies. He's a beast in that movie. I gotta so. see it again with that other guy that blew up. All right, so we have a few things here like best documentary feature, live action short film. I didn't watch this thing. Nobody does. Uh, and then we have best original screenplay. So this is somebody that just created a screenplay from scratch. It's not based on like a book or some shit. And Belfast won it. Belfast to me was just a slow-ass movie. I saw like half of it. I think the worst person in the world should have won that. From the critics, from the critiques that I've heard, this is a really, really good movie about life and death and the sadness of life, but also the beautiful that, that there is in life. And then best adapted screenplay. So I'm guessing this is from a book or a work before, and they adapted it to a movie. Coda, so happy they won it. This was a fucking amazing movie. You guys got to watch this fucking movie. If you haven't seen it, Mauricio, watch this shit, bro. Coda is beautiful. Beautiful movie. Where can I watch it? Pirate Bay? Hey, what the fuck, bro? It's a <laughs> I pay all the fucking services that there are available for it. Coda is only available in theaters. Uh, <laughs> now, to be honest, I don't remember where I watched it, but I think it's on, it's on Apple. I think it's on Apple. Apple TV. Apple TV. That's where Coda and King Richard. I is paid for that shit and I haven't seen anything. So right. I'll watch it tonight. Watch it tonight. You're going to love it on your first day off uh, after your week of cooking for the elite in Los, <laughs> and, no, no, Los San Francisco. Um, so yeah, so best let's makeup. go for best makeup and hairstyling. Okay. It was won by the eyes of Tammy Faye. I don't know what that movie's about. About Tammy Faye? Who is that? <laughs> I think she was an actress in the 70s. I don't know. I don't know. I know okay. she's famous. I don't I don't okay. know who Tammy Faye. Well, whatever she research here. They won it. But then the other contenders were Dune, House of Gucci, Cruella, and Coming to America. I didn't see Coming to America, so I don't know how the costumes were there. But I do got to say that costume, I'm sorry, makeup and hairstyling wise. And Cruella. Cruella was, was sick. Cruella was sick. Gucci was sick. Because Miss, Jared uh, Leto. Miss, Jared Miss Leto uh, Tamara Faye, or Tammy Faye, uh, was an... Uh, American evangelist, singer, author, talk show host, and television personality. Oh, okay. From she died in 2007, so we were graduating from high school, and she died. Okay. Um, yeah, 
Apparently, evangelist. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> All right. Well, sh apparently she won it. I haven't seen that movie. Leave in the comments if 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 you agree with any of these that I don't agree with, and please talk oh. to me. Talk to me very disrespectful to me. I'm not gonna be like Will Smith and start slapping people around. <laughs> I want to ask you something. I'll keep my composure. <laughs> I want to ask you something about uh, the next category that you see here, the best visual effects. Do you think the second movie in that uh, category, uh, Spider-Man, should have been nominated for best movie, best cinematography, cinematography? Cinematography. Do you, th do you think Marvel movies should be up in that level? They, they can be if they're up to the part. Let me give you an example of movies that could be up to that part. The Christopher Nolan Batman movies. For example, those are, are 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 movies that are well made enough with and, and enough depth for them to have character development, story development, climatic points, and a very nice story being told. I just saw the Spider-Man No Way Home bullshit recently, so I'll take the time to review it quickly. It's like they have all the best lights, the best bells, the best whistles, everything. And then there's no fucking story. It's just, let's just mash up a bunch of shit. Did, did you watch that movie? I did. Okay, so tell me if I'm wrong here. I get it. It's very cute. You bring villains from the past. You bring the other Spider-Mans. Man, that, that, all, that, all that shit uh, is cool. My problem is how you get there. Because you need to have a really good story that makes sense for you to get there. And the story yeah. is... That he's asking the magician, Cumberbatch, who's in every fucking movie, Cumberbatch, can, can you do a little, can you, can, can you do a, a little spell so that everybody forgets I'm Spider-Man because it's annoying being famous. And then he's doing the thing and he's like, oh no, but I want this one to remember. Oh, but I, when he could have just simply told them again, like, hey bro, what's up? Remember, yeah, I'm, I'm Spider-Man. No, but he's like, no, change it. And then the fucking magician, Cumberbatch, is too retarded that he messes up. The, that he, you don't know how to do a spell? Didn't he, in, in, in previous movies, like, save the world with his spells? And in this case, he's just erasing the memory of some people. And this motherfucker fucks it up so that he brings a death? So that he brings a death? That he brings Spider-Man from other... And then, no, man. Like, to me, I don't buy that bullshit. Most people go see that movie and they're like, oh, my God, Actually, I'm talking here shit. Maybe you'll be like, eh, Giga, I actually liked it. What do you thought of the, what do you thought of the movie? Hey, Kiko, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's one of the best movies. No, no. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I understand the whole multiverse situation that they want to build or keep building. So I, I'm with you and I'm not with you at the same time. Okay. Don't you think they can keep their little franchise moving so they can make thousands of billions of dollars with movies every year don't you think they can do that and also have a fucking decent script that that doesn't have to that doesn't involve fucking peter fucking stupid ass peter pack tom holland peter parker you can't even tell him no no oh no i, I forgot no no he, he he can remember to know but he's the only one no no <laughs> now i know how you feel about tom holland no i love tom holland but i just mm. think that this movie is retarded man Okay. The first three Spider-Mans were amazing with Tobey Maguire. That's my guy. I did feel, I did like the fan little, you know, 
thing that they gave us, you know, was showing us the guys at the end. I don't care about the did, other guy. They did the meme, pointing at each other. I, I didn't get the that, where it was. I, I'll, find, I'll find it for you. All right. All right. So, whatever. So, but I mean, I think that Spider-Man can belong in the category of best visual effects. And that's it. But is that in the actual movie? In the movie, they, they did something like it. And this is like in between okay. takes. But okay. they did something like it in the movie. All right. So, Spider-Man for visual effects. Yeah, I I can accept that it is part of the nominees. But I am agreeing that Dune gets it. Dune, even though I wouldn't give it best picture, and I'll tell you why, it's also not my style of movie, but it was so original, everything. And I know that this is coming from a Dune that already existed, but it's such an original world with things that are so different. And the sounds on this movie are amazing. And we're going to also see right now on under here, we have the best score. And the best score, which is the actual music, not the sounds, but the music, is by Hans Zimmer. Have you heard or know who Hans Zimmer is? No, enlighten me. Okay, I will enlighten you. Because this motherfucker. This is one of the best composers, in my opinion, the best composer of of music. When when you talk about the score of a movie, is the music of that movie. Let's see if we can get a nice little. Okay. No, not our words. Just. Coño, uh, Lion King. He did the the All music right, so for me, Lion King. So let me take you through, for example. Mm, all right. Let's start from the from the two thousand. He did the Lion King, right? Which that, yeah. which that alone is fucking crazy, right? He did Gladiator. I'm gonna go for the for the more badass ones, right? But he did like Da Vinci Code. All uh, those movies are yeah, like, Angels and Demons, Sherlock Holmes. But but I'm gonna go to the to the actual fucking insane ones, right? Uh, yeah, fuck Call of Duty and shit. Okay. He goes and does. Uh, Days of Thunder, The Rock, Pearl Harbor. He does Pirates of the Caribbean. Bro. He does. Let's go. He goes. He does all the fucking Christopher Nolan Batmans. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. That music makes that, that, that movie completely different. He does Sherlock Holmes. He does... Um, what else? Inception. He does Inception. He does Interstellar. Dude, this guy... Every amazing move, song that you've heard from a movie, this guy did it. And he did Dune. Have you seen Dune? No. It's on HBO. I... It's not my type of movie, but I really enjoyed it. Now, the reason why it could win best score but not best movie is because Dune is definitely the start of a saga. So this movie ended like the first Lord of the Rings movie ended, where there's no ending. 
you know there's a continuation. So to me, a movie cannot win best picture or or best script or best movie if it's not a complete story. You feel me? Like I don't know if you agree with me on that, but like I just you know like the Matrix One, that movie ended where you could have sequels, but it's also an, a standalone film. But Dune specifically ended in a way where like things are just starting. So you know there's going to be a second and a third at least. And I just don't think you can win Best Picture if you're like on a movie that's part one of, or, of something. You have to have a complete thing. So I don't know. That's the way that I look at it. Because it wouldn't be fair to the rest because it's just, it's just a partial movie. Makes sense. So, so, yeah. so none of the Avenger movies should have won that because it's a continuation. It's a joke. It's a joke, Kiko. No, 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 but I'm trying to find... <laughs> no, well, if, if they all have independent endings, then yeah. But that but wouldn't be the... None of, them, none of them do. None of them do. But, but don't worry, that wouldn't be the reason why they shouldn't be on this. That was, They shouldn't be because <laughs> the, the quality... Of, of the script and the stories are just very vague and bad. Well, to be fair, the Avengers uh, Endgame or Infinity War, one of those two, I, I think it, they should have been at least nominated to one of these bigger words. Well, for the because visual effects, maybe. Visual effects, but also the movie was... Out of all the Avenger movies, I think those two were yeah, some but of the no. best. But I just don't think that you can make a movie three hours and a half... And just have a bunch of special, the best special effects in the world. Like, that's why Fast and the Furious movies don't fucking get Oscars, you know? Oh, but those movies suck. Right, but <laughs> I mean, it's not that far off from these Marvel movies. Yeah. They used to be good back when they did like X Men back in the day. Mm. Those movies were good, but then it sucked, man. But, you know, that's your opinion. I don't know. That's just what I think, man. I mean,. Maybe like there the should movies. be a category, you think? Just like they so have all the nominated movies are gonna be You know, be like a like a reggaeton category, like just <laughs> Urbano Latino. Like like just like just like they have an animated series one, you could have like hey, an Oscar for the little kitty movies. <laughs> the little dumb movies. And then Fast and the Furious and, and Endgame can compete. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> There's the, another. The, mm -hmm. No, no. I was going to ask you about one of the movies, but go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. No, off. I was just going that best short documentary. I didn't see documentaries. Cinematography. Uh, this is, this mm -hmm. is the one where uh, there's a movie that, uh, or a, a documentary, or, or something that Shaq Shaquille O'Neal wins an Oscar. Oh fuck. Because of, remember that Kobe Bryant won an Oscar because of a short uh, basketball documentary that he did, I don't know, like six years ago, maybe? Uh -huh. He won an Oscar because of that. And now I'm trying to look it up really quick. Oh, but not, not on this one. Not on this one, but in okay. in one of the, the categories, I think Shaq won uh, an Oscar. I think it was Shaq. I well, cin it. cinematography, Dune, got it. Best cinematography. And I, I'm cool with that. I, I I will say that here for cinematography, Power of the Dog, a movie that I hated, I, I, I could see it winning because they did have good cinematography. He just didn't know how to use it to tell a story that made sense. 
Nightmare Alley, also great cinematography. Dune. I do gotta say that when you watch Dune, the visual effects, the music, and the world that it gets you in is like next level. It's like the next generation of immersion. It's really powerful. And I think cinematography, I would, I would give it. Like Dune. I wouldn't give a best picture because of the reasons that I gave you. Like it doesn't, it's not, it's not a finished story. But things that have to do with the music, with the cinematography, with the sound, I give it to them. Best costume design, Cruella. I, I'm not mad. I saw Cruella. It was it was decent. I think um, a lot of these had really great costume designs. Dune, Nightmare Alley. But I'm not mad at Cruella. I think. Emma Stone did a good rendition. I wish they would yeah. have gone darker. They would have gone darker with this movie. But it was a Disney film, so they had to keep it a little PG-13. The Queen of Basketball. That's the one who won the Oscar. Uh, the, it was produced by Shaquille O'Neal and, and uh, Stephen Curry. So, Okay. Uh, so it's two there. Two NBA players. It's and there. Yeah, they won, they won an Oscar for it. Well, Ben Proudford, the, the director, apparently did. But yeah, I guess he's yeah. involved. And so that was um, custom design. Now we get into more technical things. Best film editing. This is not something that us normal humans really would know. I mean, I do a little bit of editing myself with video and music, but you know, movie film editing is another thing. So I wouldn't really know how to measure that. But Dune won it. And I'm pretty sure it was a good editing process as the movie is really good. Even though it's long, I think that it keeps you always with something interesting. And Zendaya is in this movie. She does a good good role. Best production design, Dune. Again, I don't know what that would mean, the production design. If it has to do with the props and the buildings that you have to build for the sets, I don't know if that's what it means. If it is, I can understand how Dune, where the location is. I mean, a lot of shit could have been CGI, but I'm pretty sure they had to travel to deserted areas and set up um, actual studios there. So I'm pretty sure it was complicated and expensive to to make. But I wouldn't really know production design, what that would mean. Uh, Nightmare Alley had a lot of props because it was like a circus in the 1940s. So you had a lot of antique things. So, but yeah, that's cool. And lastly, the last one is Best Sound. And that's for Dune, who won it. And I'm good. You know, I mean, the music was done by Hans Zimmer, who's this composer that we spoke about that did fucking Interstellar, you know, Gladiator, a fucking beast. The sound is done by other people. The sound has to do with, like, when a horse is riding that sound you know all that thing has to be reproduced everything has to be hd so the people that do the sound and on this one i can't really give you a a really fair comparison because i think the sound in dune was great in everything i think audiovisual everything was perfect with dune so i wouldn't find that strange that they want it but in in to be truth truthful i haven't watched all of these movies to know but uh but yeah i think that they deserved it to be honest, I mean, besides the um, besides the Will Smith situation, I'm kind of happy with the Oscars. I think I think the people, a lot of people that won it, deserved it. Um, and yeah, well, Dune, with the, Dune won six Oscars. That's yeah. uh, one of the most this year. 
Yeah. So I'm guessing if they won all those Oscars, it's, that there has to be a reason behind it. So uh, maybe I should watch it and uh, we can talk about it more. Yeah. Yeah, but it was. Um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't talk too much shit. Like, I thought the Oscars really were gonna nominate and give give the Oscars to the most woke people, the minorities and shit. And I think they ended up giving it to the people that really did good work, you know. And even Will Smith, I think that I agree with him winning it, even though I don't agree with his actions 100% regarding his slap to the face to Chris Rock. I, I do think that he did a badass um, role playing the father of Venus and Serena Williams. So in that, in, in that note, I'll give it to him. And yeah, that was pretty much all. All the reviews of what the results were. You guys have been hopefully enjoying the Thursday reviews that we've been doing. And this concludes the Oscar series that we've been watching. Of course, it doesn't conclude the Thursday review movie that you're going to be getting. It's going to be movies, series, documentaries, things that, you know, come to to my mind and that we want to review. We're going to do it. And also, I want you to, to tell me what the fuck you want me to review. Tell me what movie have you seen that you're like, man, I think this movie sucks, but everybody loves it. The Broski Doodles, can you guys watch it and tell me what you think? Bro, that's why we're here. That's why I'm here at no fucking salary so that I can review the movie that you watch, Bobby. <laughs> so he'll keep it real. I got a new half, Florida Marlins. I'm trying to represent. I'm trying to look cuter for the fucking people. The set is on point. The lights, everything, you know. All paid by Papa Bear. Nobody else, you know. That's why I'm always broke. I want to appreciate Mauricio, who normally accompanies us on our Spanish podcast. But today, he was so nice to accompany me in this English podcast because... My other Broski Doodle podcasters are doing cocaine on in the Bahamas. And, you know, I can't really control those beasts. So I had to get a, a replacement. But he's not a replacement. He's part of the network. He just works on the Spanish side. But he also speaks English a little bit. We both grew up together with an accent. That's how it is. <laughs> That's life. That's how it is. Well, Mauricio, I love you, bro. Thanks again yeah. for chilling with us today. Anytime, Papi Bear. I love you. And thank you for all the Broski Doodles and Broski Dudettes tuning in, listening on, on the fucking podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or in the fucking video here on the YouTube where you can see my beautiful face and Mauricio's too. Please subscribe to the fucking thing. Share it with your people. Leave a review on Apple Podcast. That shit helps me so much because of the logarithms. Of the logarithms. Because Micah Zuckerberg is in the logarithms. Take care, motherfuckers. Peace. <laughs>